All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friend. I hope you're having an awesome week and enjoying this podcast. If it's your first time here, welcome. And if you're a longtime listener, I can't thank you enough. Either way, these might just be the perfect length to go back and binge listen to. So um, I really appreciate your listening ear and I'm so thankful you're here with me. So my ambitious woman business owner friend, today's episode is dedicated to my friend, Sherry Trexler, who, by the way, was a guest on episode 67 called Surprising and Powerful Energy Hacks with Sherry Trexler. She's a personal health coach. And you should definitely go back and listen to that episode, whether or not you've heard it before, which of course I will link because she is the bomb. She dropped some awesome tips and tricks and strategies on how to take back control of your health. And she recently presented a question on LinkedIn and she tagged me on it, which was really sweet. And she was asking me a question and she said, hey, which podcast episode can I direct my followers to, my connections to? Because I feel like you're going to have the answer to this. And you know, she tagged me on it and I was like, oh, wait, actually, I've never done a podcast episode on this and now I'm going to, uh, which is fantastic. So I'm also telling you this because if you have a challenge that I haven't yet covered, let me know about it. I am here to support you. I can't always think of all these episodes. So really, I would love to hear from you. Like slide on over into my DMs or email me at Mridu, M-R-I-D-U at lifeisorganized.com and let me know about it. Okay, so here is her post and here's the question that she put on LinkedIn. She said, I'm so blessed to meet so many speakers from a recent conference, several professionals at a recent training, new referral relationships I want to connect connect with and companies who've asked me for workplace wellness speaking information. Exciting. But my problem is keeping track of whom I've connected to whom, who I sent which proposal to, who I still want to have meetings with, who I need to follow up with. So Mridhu Parikh, you probably have a podcast episode dealing directly with this, right? So uh, like I said, I don't, but that's what I'm dedicating this episode to about because this is such a challenge, right? We're finally back out there in the world. It's post-COVID. We're going to networking things. We're getting back in the saddle. And there's so much information. We're networking. We're in conferences. So many people we're meeting. And we're like, oh my gosh, how do I make sense of this follow-up? What was really fun about the post that she you know, put on LinkedIn was that other people joined the conversation and were like, yes, I have problems with this too. Or I agree. I have the same concerns, which means Sherry is not alone. And I'm betting lots of professionals are dealing with the same issue. So If this is something that'll be really helpful for you, let's dive in right now. All right, I'm going to break this down very simply as I do, starting from the basics. Okay, there's a few different steps, um, real basic, but sometimes those basic things is what we're overlooking or not doing. And, you know, step by step, this is going to help you just get control of all those relationships, have really meaningful, 
follow-ups and very valuable follow-ups, right? So that's the thing. We don't need to follow up with everybody, but the people that we want to put the time to, how do we do it? How do we do it effectively, efficiently without a ton of energy? That is really, really valuable for you. So number one, when you meet someone, so let's say you're at a networking group, let's say you're at a conference, you're at a coffee shop, you're wherever, get their information, okay? I know that sounds maybe basic, but I can't tell you how many times you'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm sure I'll remember you or I'll remember your name or your website. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, you won't, right? So I don't care if you're talking to them for 30 minutes, you think you're going to remember, you're not going to remember. So just get it, either get their card, get their number onto your phone, connect right there on the spot on LinkedIn or on Instagram, like right there and then. Don't think I'm going to do it later. Make a true connection that not only is going to help you, you know, with that follow-up and know that you're connected, but it also shows you're really engaged and excited to know more about them and connect with them. Okay. Now on that note, however, don't just ask for a business card or card just because you met someone, like just because we had a conversation. Girlfriend, you have enough clutter in your life for real, right? If you're not going to connect with this person after you've spent time talking to them, whether it's five minutes or five seconds or you know 15 minutes, if you're like, this is just not, maybe I'm not getting a great vibe, maybe not a great fit for me. Maybe I just, for whatever reason, I'm like having trouble connecting. You just said five words to each other. Don't ask for their card just to be polite or feel like you have to. Okay, you, you have enough, like I said, enough clutter. You don't need any more. Although I know there are some people who just love to hand out their card to anybody they brush shoulders with, freaking drive me crazy, right? Is this just me or do they make you nuts too? I hate that. I hate when I go somewhere and they're literally just like handing out their business cards to everybody. So whatever, fine. You have to take those, but don't go out of your way to ask for one when you don't really want to connect with them. Capiche? All right, let's move on to number two. So hopefully now you've left this event, you've left the conference and All you have now are cards of people you want to follow up with, okay? But you still have to find an easy way to distinguish between people that maybe you don't really necessarily have a great connection with or don't want to follow up with and those you do. Again, people hand you their cards. Sometimes they're just given to you. And so you want to just be able to, you know, when you leave, again, you think you know it all the time. And 10 minutes later, 30 minutes later, an hour later, a day later, you're like, I'm so confused. I don't even remember who's who. Um, you know, it just gets confusing. So here's a couple little things I'll do. I often bend the corner of a business card over if this is someone I definitely want to follow up with. So they give it to me and I'm like, thanks. And then I put it in my purse and I just kind of bend the corner. I'm like, oh, this is someone I really need to connect with because if I'm getting a bunch, uh, you know, if I have 10 and I only, you know, I know that there's three valuable connections here, I don't need to reach out to all 10 and I don't want to get confused later on. So I, I do that. Or the opposite Fold cards maybe in half, like the ones you don't want to follow up with. They're folded in half. You're like, these are like the no's. Obviously, we're not doing that in front of them. But, um, you know, you just fold them in half. You're like, these are not the ones. The ones that are not folded are the ones I want to follow up with. Or put them in two different pockets in your purse. You're like, I already know going in, this zipper pocket is for the, the people to follow up with. And this like side pocket is the one I don't. I don't care what your system is. Just do some kind of like actual way to do something with those cards. because you're just getting too many and it's too hard to figure it out later. Okay. So just find your simple way, but I like just to bend over the corner. Works well for me. Number three, and what we'll spend the most of the time on right now in this episode is to create a simple system, right? You're like, okay, I got the people I want to follow up with, but now how do I do it? Because that's where the downfall is. 
Okay, let me tell you about the best system ever, ever. Listen, if you've been multitasking until now, not really listening, listen up, my friend. Focus, because I'm dropping the key to getting your follow-up system up, running, and organized, okay? The system that works best for following up with contacts is, drum roll, please. The system you'll use. Yes, the system you'll use. That's the one that's the best system. You heard me. I know. Wah, wah, wah. You're like, really? I thought she was going to tell me exactly what it is. Listen, there isn't one system that's the best. That's the one that, you know, this is the be all and all. It's just the one you're going to use, which means keep it simple, sister. Kiss. Keep it simple. My advice, don't overcomplicate this. Create a simple system that works for you and then commit to consistency. Okay, I'll give you the examples of what I think that could look like, but ultimately you've got to do what works best for you. Okay, so this could be anything from like a Google Sheet to a CRM software that you're paying for. Okay, we all need a system, but start simple so you actually use it. Okay, like I said, so here, here is how this might go. Maybe you meet someone at a networking event, you get the card, right? You fold it over, now you, you're back in your office, your workspace, And you might just be adding their name to a list on Excel, okay? And after that, you might schedule a date to reach out to them, which might be actually right then and there that day or maybe the next day. Put that time on your calendar to reach out to them. So very specifically, send a note to Bob and then add to your calendar and to your Excel spreadsheet the date you're going to follow up. So if it's a Monday, I'm calling them right now, I might have on this Excel spreadsheet kind of uh, some columns that the first column says person, like their contact, organization is the next column, you know, email, next column, phone number, first reach out and then follow updates. Okay. That's it. Like that's as simple as that. It's like, what is that? Five columns, I think. Okay. And, but then you actually put those dates on your calendar the day I need to follow up, the day I'm sending it out, the day I'm following up. Because if you don't put that follow-up on the calendar, there's a good chance you're going to forget. I cannot rely just on my spreadsheet. You've got to put it on the calendar as well. Okay, so that's really basic, real simple, not investing in big software. Um, it's a simple to do, right? I can't tell you how long I was doing that. I was just using this system, exactly what I just laid out when I was running my home organization business. I Someone called me, because they would call me to actually like come into their house. I'd add them to my sheet. And I had two tabs. So I had one for prospects with all this same information and then one for customers with all this information. And I would fill them out as prospects. They called, I'd say, here's your name, my phone number, my email. You know, here's our conversation. Here's, did I send them, you know, maybe my proposal. If I didn't hear back, when was I following up? I put the follow-up on the calendar. And then if they became a customer, I basically just moved them over from prospect to customer tab. It was on an Excel or maybe a Google Sheet because I don't think I, I've never liked Excel. So I used a Google Sheet, right? And it was as simple as that. So let's say you meet someone and you have a column that says, you know, email date, and then you add and you have the follow-up date. I would probably highlight that row um, in different colors. So let's say like blue uh, might say, I've reached out to them already. So you just highlighting, you're basically like color coding that, that whole row. It's like, I've, I've reached out. Orange is I've 
heard back from them, but like we haven't come to a decision and maybe a blue row is I need to follow up. And then finally green might be they became a client or a connection, depending on what you hope to gain from that relationship. Again, don't overcomplicate this. You don't need like 50 different colors or even five different colors, but you might want to like separate, just kind of visually help you see. So you all, you put it on the calendar, right? That's one way to reinforce. And then the second is, okay, maybe when I'm going to look at this spreadsheet on a weekly basis, I'm like, you know what? Let me just check out all the blue ones because those are all the ones I need to follow up with, right? So again, you could probably have three to four colors or categories and keep it that simple. And again, that's exactly what I used to do for the longest time before, you know, I actually got into like a CRM, like paid software, right? So that's it. It's as simple as that. Now, notice that I said I didn't use Excel. I think I said that and then I took it back. I'm like, no, no, I use Google Sheets. If you're like me, you know you hate Excel with every fiber in your being, which I do. Do not use Excel, right? I was just having this conversation with my girlfriend and something came up and one of them was saying something about how much she despised Google Sheets. She's like, I just hate the whole Google thing. She loves Excel, but I love Sheets, Google Sheets, which is the equivalent kind of of the Google like the the Google world. So she should use Excel and I should use Sheets, right? Because at the end of the day, the system that works is the system you're going to use. Don't try to force yourself to use something that there's so much like hesitancy and there's so much resistance to even using it that you're never going to do it, okay? Now, if this seems too cumbersome, if you're like, this whole kind of, um, I've done this whole worksheet. It feels like a lot. I just don't keep up with it. Um, or your needs are just far more complicated than that, right? You've outgrown a simple spreadsheet. Then lucky for you, there are very many easy to use customer relationship management tools. Like they're called CRM tools. They're out there for small businesses and they are intuitive. They're inexpensive and they are super convenient, some of them are like HubSpot, Zoho, Copper, Pipedrive, um, and even project management tools. They're not specific to customer relationship management tools, but they're project management tools, but they have templates in there for, for CRM to really, really track your customers like Monday or Airtable or Notion. Okay. So these, all these softwares really help you manage your contacts, your leads, and automate your sales. So the great thing about paying for these services is that they link up to your calendars. They link up to your emails. They send you notifications. They send you reminders, right? To all the places you want to get a text, you want to get an email, you, you know, reminder, you have to, you have to, you know, follow up with this person today. So I can tell you for sure they are worth it so that you don't have to kind of build up that spreadsheet and color code it and put them in your calendar. I'm not saying that one is better than the other necessarily. It definitely depends where you are in your business, you know, how much time you're spending on this. And again, if you're not using the spreadsheet because it's there's just not enough push notifications to you, then it probably is best for you to invest in this these types of software that are very practical, they're easy, and they're truly inexpensive if you are running a small business. Okay, it's definitely better than a spreadsheet where you have to do all those next steps on your own. So if you find that you're not doing it, do the system that works, right? Okay, so you may pay, I think they're like $20 a month for these services. Uh, but And please tell me that $20 a month is more than the value of your time. So it really is a small investment for a great, great gain. Um, on those 
They also have something like, hey, where we met. Because, you know, you can meet somebody from email, from text, uh, or like kind of like where we connected rather. Maybe I'm connected with them on LinkedIn. Maybe I connected with them at a networking group. And again, when you're going back and looking at your things, you're like, I want to refer um, in my email or my connection to them where we met or what event it was at. And you can't remember because you meet so many people. So you can include that. And again, you can also include that information if you're working on the spreadsheet. Just put another column in of where we connected, how we met, you know, put in some notes. Again, you're going to decide for yourself where, you know, which one you need to be at. Are you kind of in the manual process or the more automated? But, um, you know, always kind of push you towards being most efficient, which is to make that small investment and just let the, let the work just happen for you. There's, of course, an investment of your time to set it up. But once it's set up, they are really super easy peasy. Okay, so there are lots of solutions you can pay for. I mentioned a bunch of them. So everything from Pipedrive to Salesforce, which is a much more robust CRM system, right? Those are There's plenty of options. But here's the thing about options. And this is so important. I want to spend time here because I know that a lot of times we're not making a decision on whether it's a CRM, a CRM system or an email system or a calendar system, you know, any of these softwares, because there are so many options out there, which is so amazing in our the time that we live in, but that can shut you down. Am I right? How often do you procrastinate? You're like, I really got to get that software to help me do blah, blah, blah. But it's going to take so much research and it's going to take me so much time to figure it out. And then my head hurts and it can just leave you in indecision. You get so caught up in finding the perfect solution that you make no decision at all. Come clean. It's happening, right? You're like, wait, let me compare all of them. Let me do five different free trials. Let me wait and I'll figure it out. And oh my gosh, I know I've been there. I've been there. I put off so many things with the software stuff because I'm like, my head is spinning. So then they're done that. But here's the deal. If you want to get off the scattered bus, if you want to take back control of your day, back control of your time, get off this indecision and just decide. Y'all just freaking decide. If that is not in your personality, you're like, yeah, easier said than done. I'm going to link up to a couple of episodes all about decision-making. Episode 62, how to make a great decision. And episode 19, are you stuck in indecisiveness? Let me tell you, they're both really good. Um, and it really will help you kind of through this. If you're just like, I'm someone who always gets stuck in indecisiveness, listen to those after this. But bottom line, we just have to decide. If you want to move on with your life, it's okay. And here's the thing, they're all good. And here's the other thing to just embrace. There will never be the perfect solution. Okay. So if you can, if you can just tell yourself that they're all going to work for me and nothing, but nothing will be perfect, but anyone is fine. If you can confidently believe anyone is fine because you're not, you're not, you know, married to them for the rest of your life. You can start with something. You can use it for six months a year and be like, you know what? We're ready to upgrade or change your mind or I don't like it, but it's okay because it's going to help you along the way. So just do it. And here's, I'm going to say one more thing. If I had to choose one right now, right now for you as a small business owner, and you're just like, and you're thinking, just tell me what to do. I'm going to choose one for you. And I have no affiliation for this company, but there are several reasons why I like them. I'm just going to say pipe drive. There, done. I made the decision for you. Get to it, my friend, pipe drive. I think they are one of the most intuitive, easiest, most accessible. And I want to say actually the lowest cost. I feel like they're like, $15 a month or something. It's it. They're, they're really great. I really, really, really like them. So pipe drive. All right. So last step now, 
We've gone through a few steps. Last step, let's say you meet the person, you meet the person, right? You're at the networking event, you're at the conference, you do get the card, you fold it over, you add them to the system, the system that you're going to use. How do you actually remember even to do this? Like, how do you remember to update the spreadsheet or to actually spend the time to go into your CRM system and and put in the information, right? There's still a manual process there. No matter what you're doing, you got to do that. So how can you hold yourself accountable to actually taking action? Well, I mentioned to keep it simple, right? And part of that is not only keeping your CRM system simple, but also the system to update your CRM system. Oh my God, that is a mouthful. Right. So like, how are you actually going to remember to do it? So for example, something I learned uh, from a friend was to schedule time on my calendar after every networking meeting or conference, maybe 30 minutes. This is so important. Okay. So if I have an event, it's nine to 1030 in the morning, it's a breakfast, it's a networking thing. Well, two things. I probably have to block off 10.30 to 11 to drive and get back home. And then 11 to 11.30 or at minimum 11 to 11.15 is blocked off on my calendar. And it just says, you know, update CRM or, you know, put people's information in or just something really simple like that. This is your download time. It's so important and so, so best to do this when everything is fresh on your mind. Not two weeks later when you're confused about who you met, right? You can't remember really what you talked about. You don't remember what they wore. You don't remember what became, you know, all those great conversations you have, then you're getting confused, like who said what, which by the way, gosh, I'm going to backtrack here, but I know this is all important. Sometimes I'll even like, you know, after I get a card from someone, I'll take out my pen and I turn, you know, I'm turned around, like walking away and I jot down something like, oh, you know, women in blue dress, like I'll totally remember that or um, sending, you know, going to Croatia this summer or, you know, I'll put something there. I'll write it right on the card or I'll just even text myself. I'll say the person's name. I know the card, I have her card. And then I'll text myself some information so that later on when I go to contact them, I'm like, oh, wait, I have something that I can refer back to to just really connect with them, genuinely connect. Okay, that was an aside. But um, so anyway, not two weeks later, you don't want to do this. You want it to be fresh. You want to talk about things that are really relevant, that were timely. And if you do do it a week, two, three weeks later, whenever, the other person is also wondering, wait, who is this again? Who did I talk to? They have also forgotten about you. And they're thinking, why is she reaching out to me now, right? Trust me, they've also lost the energy as much as you have. So put this time on there, add this step of following up and put it on your to-do list. We both know how easy this is to forget, right? So I just, is on like my to-dos for like every week. If I'm, you know, I look at my calendar, if I have an event, I try to go to at least one every week. There, I, my on my to-do list is get, you know, block the time to get their information in, into my system. Okay. Again, I love pipe drive, but that's where we are. So it's simple. It's easy. It takes a little bit of investment of time, sometimes investment of money, but man, does this pay yourself out a thousand times, right? Because we know that the lifeblood of our business is our relationships. These are the, the, it's the no like and trust factor. It's how we build our customer base. It's how we build our prospects. That's how friends tell friends. It's our relationships are so important. So there's nothing more valuable, I think, in terms of like softwares and uh, if you're going to spend that money and time than this, okay? So that's a wrap, my friend. What do you think? Let me know. 
even if you're just feeling a little bit inspired right now, if you're like, I, okay, I hear this, I, this, this is giving me at least a simple to do, let me know, drop me a note about it. Either come into my DMs on Instagram, send me an email. I mentioned before I'm with you at Life is Organized. Come on over to the podcast, drop me a note. I would love, love, love to know, you know what you're going to do next. But let's recap this. Okay, the steps for effective follow-up are number one, when you meet someone, get their dang information. Don't rely on your memory. Number two, find an easy way to distinguish between people you want to follow up with and are valuable and those or maybe not, and you don't really need to follow up with. Number three, create a simple system. You don't need to have like 10 columns of information you don't really need, just a simple system. Um, number four, make a decision about our uh, about a CRM system. If this is what you need, if this is what you know is gonna help you, make a decision. And number five, book time on your calendar for after every event or conference or networking or coffee that you have. Okay, again, relationships are the heart of your business. They build your pipeline, that your trust, your reputation, and your sales. So don't let this go by the wayside. It is too important. Take an action. One immediate way to do that is to take this week's challenge. You spent your precious time with me. I want to make sure it's 100% worth it. So today's action is to pick one of those five steps I just went to. Um, get more intentional about your following up, like more efficiently more effectively, more effortlessly. Commit to one, just one of them. Get intentional on it and focus on your follow-up. Thank you, Sherry, for the awesome question. I hope this served you well. I hope this served anyone listening really well. And listen, here's the thing. I totally get that you can hear this, right? You can hear this and still feel overwhelmed by it. I understand. Even though I'm saying keep it simple, you're like, oh, it's another thing, right? One more thing to think about, one more system to create, one more skill you know you should be implementing, but you don't feel like you have the time or energy for. So girl, let me help you. Seriously. Because for me, this is the type of stuff that lights me up, that does energize me. It makes me fall in love with my clients. This is what I love doing. So for you, it might overwhelm you. For me, I'm like, oh my God, give me more, right? I partner with kick-ass women business owners who are tired of being pulled in a hundred directions, who know they have the skills and the badassery to take their business and life to the next level. But they don't have the mental capacity and the bandwidth to figure it out on their own. So let's talk. I would love to support you. We'll start with a simple conversation and that's all. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching, and we can connect over there. Also, if you haven't already, I would love for you to get your hands on some free resources like 21 Killer Hacks to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed or Five Ways to Get and Stay Focused or How to Finally Stop Procrastinating. And you can get your hands on these goodies over at lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Again, I hope I've served you today. I really can't thank you enough for listening, for sharing. If you've gotten inspiration and motivation and know a friend or a fellow business owner or woman who could benefit from hearing this, please forward them this this podcast and this episode. As always, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy, and know that I'm sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time.